welcome to It's a Mimic with your DMs, Adam, Dan, and Terry. So um, I'm going to mix it up a little bit. Uh, let's roll initiative again. Okay. Uh, we are going to discuss favorite race. I just rolled a two again. Well, you need to bring your own dice. Adam I and I need to a, roll off again. Yeah, yeah, let's roll off. 18. All right. I usually have a D. 19. Five. Yeah, there we go. I'm just winning Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> this is what happens. Next episode, these two won't even be here. So <laughs> my, probably, my next character will likely have died. So. Yeah. yeah. So uh, fa- favorite race. Let's not touch on the Volos because that'll just go forever. Okay. There are way too many options. So favorite core race. Course, core race. Core yeah. race. Yes. Yeah, right out of the player's handbook. Um, I'm going to... Halfling. <clears throat> no. Really? Uh, no. I, I think that I like playing a halfling because that stupid lucky oh, aspect that just breaks the game. That incredibly broken ability. I yeah. hate that thing. Um, but uh, my favorite race, despite the fact that I don't like cleric, is probably dwarf. Mm-hmm. I just like them because in in my head they're just short, bearded, angry Klingons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> angry Klingons. So it's like looking through a reflection. Yeah. <laughs> but... But they're just like they're honor bound, and they're, it's their way or the highway. And yeah. um, I, I like that they are—they're not quite as xenophobic now as they used to be in previous mm-hmm. editions. Yeah. Uh, there, in my head, there are three main classes in a fantasy realm: elves, dwarves, and humans. Yeah, you mean races? Did I, did I say classes? Yeah, races. Yeah. Um, so that they're. Oh, I thought you were just listing them in like social class. Uh, yeah. the way you said it. Elves, dwarves, oh, and humans. That—that's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I can't have a fantasy campaign without a dwarf. And it's interesting because now that I'm saying it out loud, there are dwarves littered all through my homebrew stuff. And how many elves have you guys ever run into? That's a good point. Very few. Very Every yeah. single elf we've run through, uh, run through, haha, yeah. run into, has been a bit of like an aloof yeah. loner. Or like, not actually an elf in the end. Or yeah. not well, actually Well, there was federal, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but dwarves to me... They can be crafty and evil very easily without having to be Durgar, mm-hmm. but an elf has got to be a drow if they're going to be evil, right? Like, I just think that dwarves are well, a more interesting the... version of a of a rough and tumble, and I want to say like like blue collar human. Yeah, and they're selfish as well, so it's easier to make that. Uh, yeah, they they, evil, they easily yeah. can be, or they can be totally charitable as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. You can have the cleric or the paladin, no problem. The other thing is, though, that they're not really great at arcane magics, and so that's their limiting factor. But I forgive them anyway because they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. Which is hilarious because the most powerful magic user in our current campaign is a dwarf wizard named the Archmage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who, uh, yeah, let's not yeah. bring that painful memory to mind. <laughs> yeah. I only know human for a few minutes. Yeah, I told you to get down a hole. And before, then what I died. <laughs> yeah. before I died in a dark hole. <laughs> All right, uh, so you, that's me. Dan. Favorites, favorite. Uh, I know, I'm going to, okay, I'm going to make a bet. I'm going to make an imaginary $20 bet with you. All right, okay, now. all right, right now. I'm saying half-orc. Yeah, see, I was going to say half-orc too, but I think that he's going to break the mold and go tiefling. Dan? My favorite race in this game are gnomes. Rock gnomes. Uh, <laughs> why did you say gnomes? I should have said gnome, actually. I knew that. I'm currently playing one, and I friggin' love it. Like, I, I love the tinkering. I love all that other stuff. Now... That's been for the past two or three years. I've I've really dived into gnomes. Traditionally speaking, though, yeah. half orcs. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 I've been like internet searches for a while there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. What what happens is late at night in my own. Anyway. Yeah. Um, no, there's uh, half orcs have always had a special place in my heart as being the outcasts. They've always been like this. Um, 
half elves always had like the not part of either group but part of both half orcs have the removed from all societies and shunned yeah shunned from well. both yeah so and shunned from both because of tainted blood or whatnot and i've always found that incredibly intriguing does it come up a lot in campaigns not as much as i wish it did see it was a it was a major factor for the half orcs the npcs that in we our had, previous campaign. in our previous campaign before you joined that was yeah. a major factor now they're just they're a lot i find a lot of games that have half orcs they use them as arnold schwarzenegger wannabes they're yep. just big, dumb meatheads. They're all oh, Well, one of the things that I, that we did, and we... Uh, okay, so so uh, bear with us now, audience, because we're going to go to a dark place. The concept of a half-orc is uh, rated R. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and almost exclusively so. Like, it, it, yeah. you don't get that story of, you know, that... you know that They fell in love. Elven but... maid, or that human maiden, and that orc gentleman who runs the bakery yeah, down the street. Yeah, there's only this one no. traditional backstory in how a half-orc comes about. And yeah, and, and we... Dove into that. There were like like sex slave orcs in yeah. in uh, this these caverns and whatnot, and that they ended up liberating, and like that was a major factor, and it was a little difficult because it was one of the first things we ever ran into with this mm-hmm. with this group, and I'm like, who's my audience here? Can I can yeah, I dig still at this? Feeling the group out, really. yeah, yeah, and I I kind of went at it head on, and it worked out. It was okay, but a lot of groups when when you start talking about your half orc past and whatnot. I think a lot of people just, I'm an orphan, leave it at that. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because half-orc is, is difficult. I mean, you said gnomes, and we do, well, now we're talking about half-orcs. Yeah. The, yeah, the only way, like, you can see, like, generationally, how half-orcs would continue would be, like, well, again, the last campaign, my character Titus had his wife, Kogu, who was a half-orc. That's going to continue the half-orc bloodline, but it, it starts from that unpleasantness. Yeah. 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 And... and I've since shifted to gnomes because I like the tinkerer. I like the um, the slightly fey aspect of them now. Mm-hmm. Um, funny enough, it was pa- this is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, but it was Pathfinder that made me fall in love with gnomes. Uh, with the um, they have this flavor where if, if they're not out adventuring, if they're not out experiencing new things, their color fades. And, oh, that's cool. And it's called like the whitening or whatever it is, where they just they slowly fade into nothingness and the whitening or, or, or fading or something like that. I forget what it's called, yeah. That's but quite like a cool metaphor for like life in general. Yeah. But, but yeah, you really. look at, you look at the player's handbook inside or the core rule book for Pathfinder, you flip to gnomes. They, their hair colors are like lime green, hot pink. Oh yeah. They're, they're, they're treasure they're trolls. trolls. Yeah. yeah, yeah. they they are like rub their little gem in the belly button <laughs> whole yeah. thing. And I loved it. And and then when you switch over to uh, Dungeons and Dragons, and now you've got these little tinkerers who are coming up with these little clockwork devices, and uh, you know have this deep sense of invention and and wit and uh, overcoming their own problems and yeah. Units. But sometimes when you give the party a witty gnome NPC, they just end up booting them in the face. Right, I did do that repeatedly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I didn't that was a strange relationship because I didn't like him and then he had some good roles, I had some bad roles. I my character thought he liked him. Terry knew that he was a bad guy. And but then he weirdly turned out to be the best of people. It was very strange. Yeah. Anyway, so, so gnomes I, now used to be half orcs. Gnomes now used to be half orcs. Right. That's me. Um any guesses on what mine is gonna be? Humans. Weirdly enough, in this game full of all these different fantasy races, you can be whatever you like. I just like humans. And I like them because 
They can't, yes, they're in the game mechanically. They're very strong. Plus one to everything. Awesome. But the flavor wise, they kind of suck. They don't live that long. They can't see in the dark. They're not as wise. They're not as strong. And so I like that vulnerability. Yeah. Also, their lore is whatever the DM needs it to be. Yeah. yeah. Right? Which is one of the things is they're so versatile Mm -hmm. that oftentimes when I end up coming up with a big bad guy who's going to be a wizard Mm -hmm. or a uh, giant like death knight or whatever, the basic is a human that I end up slotting in there because he can be whatever I need to be. And I've got to remind myself as a DM... Stop using humans. You're in a fantasy realm, Yeah, exactly. Right? But, and it's weird how with humans, we have that, you'll, your elf, you're, it's always kind of a traditional high elf, Elrond style. And yeah. then, but your human may be like Celtic or like Arabian or like African. Like they're always different styles of humans, yeah. but your dwarf is always Scottish, you know, <laughs> or, or however. <laughs> your you gnome do. is always Irish. Yeah, that's it, right? Yeah. It's, uh, but, but I like humans because I like that vulnerability. And I've talked to you guys before about how like, the, the hardship and the threat of death in the game is very important to me to mm-hmm. get sucked in. I don't want to feel like I'm always winning. I feel like I have to work really hard to, yeah. to, to beat quotation marks the game. Yeah. So. It, it's funny because I would have been with you 100% up until 5th Ed came out mm-hmm. that humans were 100% the way to go. I don't even think that I've played another race as a player ever before 5th edition. Oh, you're always human? Always human. Always, 100% of the time. Because you can just blend into any scenario. You don't walk into the Elvish village and have them go, oh, a dwarf? Get out. Right? Like, I never had to worry about being ostracized or whatnot. Because I wanted to be the mouthy character, I could walk in and just be a human and be mouthy and do my thing. So Funny enough, if we were to choose least favorite, which I think is what we're going to Yeah, Yeah, but hold on. Let's roll for it. Okay. Don't even say it, Dan. 16. Nine. Natural 20. There you oh, go. I thought you'd won again for a second. I Dead hate man. humans. Oh my god, I hate them in my fantasy. Like, I understand their positioning. I understand why they're there. I understand that they're the easiest jump for a new player in so that they understand kind of who they are. Sure. And I understand their versatility. But they lack so much flavor. And every single optimization guide, every single build goes with, you're taking the variant human and you are... Um, taking that feat first level, yeah. like they—it's just what it is, right? And and they're they're stupid powerful without having the, uh, without having the tease of flavor. Like I like rock gnomes. Why? Because they tinker and they mm-hmm. they do their little magic things, and and they have this uh, artificer lore d- uh, deep deeply ingrained in the brains. I love dwarves because of their you know familial culture and their isolationist culture to a sense and all these other things. I, I love half-orcs because of their history and their but, flavor. But, and I hate humans but the because things... all humans ever turn out to be is that African analog. All it ever turns out to be is that Brave Knight analog. Whoa. Who, whoa. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not bashing Titus. I'm a little bashing Titus. Uh, there, there, there was like, there is a disconnect in fantasy in my mind for playing a human. Every single person who plays a human is either playing Lancelot, Aragorn, or Jack Sparrow, or Jack Sparrow, and <laughs> yeah. like it, it, it drives me insane. Right. Okay. But here's the thing about humans. I'm going to defend them from a lore perspective in Fifth Ed specifically, but I think this is true from a lot of fantasy uh, campaigns. Is the humans are the new guy in the block? They're young. They've got short lifespans, mm-hmm. so they're far more chaotic than your dwarves and your elves, sure. or or even your gnomes. Right. Anybody that has a long lifespan. Or your dragons even will get to know a single human, 
and then that human dies off. There's like six generations, and then that human, uh, the the descendant will pop up and run into that elf. It's like, oh hey, I knew your great 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 grandfather, and I hated him, so I hate you, yeah. right? Or I have this general disrespect for the chaotic, dirty, industrious thing that you do as a people, right? I think it's really easy for these um, these races with this huge longevity to be able to look down on humans. Like, I think I think it's fantastic that they can do that. Yeah. That they, they has that but level at, of... But at the same time, humans are also the most prolific race in the world. Well, but yeah, you know why they did that, right? From from a mechanical standpoint, that's you can get half elves, half dwarves, half orcs, half mm-hmm. quarterlings. <laughs> there's there's right, half dwarves. dwarves, yeah. Right? So, I mean, there's no half dwarf yet in mm-hmm. fifth ed. There is. Is there? Yeah. Uh, it's... It's, it's got to be in dwarf. one of... Yeah, it's got to be in one of the uh, modules. A whore? Uh, well, no, Tuck from our one game is a half dwarf. Yeah, but I thought you homebrewed that. No, we didn't. We got it from being uh, a half dwarf got... would be rough. You'd just be like a short human, but a weird. You're a short, dwarf. fat human. You're a short, fat human, or a tall, slightly skinnier dwarf. Yeah, hmm. that's eh. yeah. Eh. Eh. All right, okay, sure. It's not. It's not one of the main six or seven books. No, so no. I, I, it, I think it might be Sword Coast, but I could be wrong on that. But, uh, but. Anyway, I just don't think that uh, I like that the orcs and the humans are the two most most prolific races mm-hmm. um, because that just feeds into their back. And I guess demons, right? Th- these are the three things that are just going to spawn like crazy. Yeah, yeah. And that's a load of fun. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. I think that it's it's good to have them as a harsh contrast to my least favorite race of all time. See, Let me guess. Is it elves? It's elves. Goddamn freaking elves. Yeah, I so, can't stand them either. Uh, by the way, oh guys, God. I just want to point out that's how you do a transition. This bit, that's, so. <laughs> that's, that's called, I believe that's called... Again, a, Adam's going to be doing segue. all the recording from here on out <laughs> yeah. by himself. Okay. He doesn't need us. He doesn't need us. We're <laughs> this, color commentary for his brilliance. This may be the brilliance. only point that we agree on, actually, is that we all hate elves. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my oh they're God. the worst. You just said humans are the worst. Retcon. So, um... <laughs> elves are the worst, like culturally anyway they're your least favorite why yeah, are they your least favorite i just think they're useless i think i <laughs> if you if i Legolas was fantastic and he could do no wrong but i want to surf shields down stairwell he, he was a mary sue and i have no no time for that level of garbage what's a mary sue it is a character that is just good at absolutely everything for no particular reason until mm. you need them to shoot one enemy yeah. in the neck yeah. Sure. <laughs> so, um, why was Legolas by far the greatest warrior of all time in any Lord of the Rings or Hobbit movie? Why? Oh, because he just was. Because he's Orlando Bloom. Yeah, and because also that's what elves are. They're you just need better. Paycheck now. There's just they're just better at everything. Yeah, everything than anyone else, and they've got the ego on top of it. Right. That doesn't that doesn't impress me. Yeah. What's the weakness? Right. Well, yeah. The and they're they're borderline immortal too, right? I, I don't know. I'm not. I don't. I don't dig it. I don't like elves. I just. Yeah, there's times when I can like them, uh, Evangeline Lily Toriel, for example. Uh, but that's very limited. Reach. I, I find that elves are meant for uh, every. So as Dan said, everyone starts off playing a human, mm-hmm. and then they uh, their then second they character elf. is an elf. Yeah. Because once you figured out the mechanics and you're relatively good at it. And you kind of have a touchstone in the game of where to start from and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Then you turn into this this character who's just perfect. 
I'm just going to be a perfect character. Yeah. <laughs> or or the alternative is they roll that elf, but they want to roll that aloof elf who doesn't want to go in the silly human societies or doesn't mm-hmm. want to go into the silly... And you're kind of... We've talked about privately before how people will uh, do a similar thing going against type with drow as well, just touching on elf-like oh, creatures. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be the drow that's like the rest of them. I'm different. I'm different, you know? Everyone is Dritzdorden's second cousin. Yeah. Yeah. And that I just... I don't know. I have no use for elves whatsoever. Um, I think that they need a major overhaul in fantasy. I don't just mean D&D. And it, honestly, I like the Dungeons and Dragons elves better than like any other. I don't. I hate the Tolkien elves. Yeah, they drive me up the that. wall. Well, huh. are we talking Tolkien elves? Or are we talking Peter Jackson Tolkien elves? Both. Because like, if you watch, I actually like the elves from The Hobbit, the animated one, back in the day, where they are short, very fae-like creatures. And they're, yeah, but we, we, but we, they, I, they looked otherworldly. Like they're not these perfect forms. They're not, they're not eventually just, they're not just humans with pointy ears. They're so, not just humans with pointy ears. So they're actually their own creatures. Let, let me say though that this specifically, if I'm going to really dig down, this is wood elves and high elves that I have zero tolerance for. Yeah. Eladrin and sea elves, yeah, I'm on board. Yeah, that's cool. I'm in. The Eladrin are freaking weird, and I love it. If you have never played Dungeons and Dragons before, and I say wood elf. You know what I'm talking about. Unless you're my mother, you think they make Keebler cookies. <laughs> I think <laughs> Which an oven in a tree is just brilliant. They yeah. could just stand to get, and this is what you know a more experienced DM is great for, they just could stand to have a bit of a reimagining where, yes, you can touch on their strengths and things like that, but I just think they need more of a weakness. They shouldn't be so perfect at everything. They shouldn't be like a superhuman. They just need a bit of a reimagining. They just need to get dirty sometimes. You, you, you want to know what I would do? And maybe I'll do this in my next campaign or... God, feel free to steal this. When they die, it's got to be some mass tragedy. They're so they're this perfect, nigh immortal being, mm-hmm. but when they die, they their souls are immediately damned to being demons or devils or something. So it's, it's this tragedy. Mm-hmm. The world becomes darker as a result. I don't need to be a mechanical downside, even a flavor downside. But when you read it. There is no downside to being an elf. When the elf dies, it makes the news, but not when the half orc dies. Yeah, 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 pretty much. <laughs> so, um, and yours? Uh, me is and it? Dan are never going to agree on anything ever, ever other than elves. My least favorite class is gnomes. I'm just, I'm just not into it. Gnomes, halflings, all of the little people. <laughs> I'm just not on board. How do you feel? Go on. Yeah. I just, they just don't excite me. It's like your little dude. Yeah, you kind of tinker around a little bit, but you don't, you don't represent to me that heroic fantasy character that i want to be yes uh i'm a hypocrite here because i've just been talking about how elves are too perfect but i mean that i don't see them as being heroic they're just they're just a little dude running around that they have like tricks and it's like it just doesn't wow me you know you should watch willow if you haven't oh, seen yeah. it and check out the brownies and that that for me is what a halfling ought to be okay yeah. that that perspective that that's a good place to go for but you specifically said gnomes that's interesting I always thought of gnomes as being Santa's elves. If right. you're going to have Santa's elves, they're, they're gnomes. In fairness to Dan, he, you play a gnome very well because you your character works hard to break any type of typecast. You know, like, is gritty, dirty, will will never be the last person if you're running towards something, you know. Yeah. So you, you can tell that your character works hard to break away from that judgment, but I still have that judgment. Oh, no. And I think I put that through with my last character. <laughs> well, the the, the well, funny thing... <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> he liked you in the end. I just don't think he ever told you. Um, the, the thing with gnomes, I find also, is they get 
they are the only halflings and gnomes are the two races that are so similar and they're so close mm. that there is a very fine line of differenting between them. And they get it's like it's like halflings and gnomes are always fairly similar, just like half elves and humans are always uh, a I, little bit too close. I disagree so much. I there's a distinct difference between a gnome and an elf you're in true, my head. You're true. However, gnomes in fifth wear ed, gnomes wear shoes, halflings don't. Yeah. There's the difference. Okay. Listen, listen. Fifth Ed has <laughs> let the halfling down. You moved down. the phone and like just got all. Huh? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm good. It, it's it's real now. We're gonna put it in effect. Dun, 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 dun. Here we go. So, so halflings have gotten the the raw deal. They got the short end of the stick in Fifth Ed because anytime how they have the most powerful racial ability out of all of them. Because how did they get they the are deal? consistently the afterthought in every piece of lore. There, there's gnomes, there's elves, there's half-elves, there's tieflings, there's dragonborns, there's half-orcs, there's humans, there's variant humans. We've got all these things of volos, halflings get a page. Mm. And they are always the, and by the way, halflings. They're, mechanically, they're pretty good, right? They're not the strongest, but they're definitely one of my favorites. But They are second only to from a, from a From a lore perspective, I disagree with that, but from a lore perspective, there's nothing to them. They are so just they're just short people. That's all it is. There's nothing to it. They're a little bit lucky. They're a little bit sneaky. Like do I see I don't even know. Like they're got do they have a pantheon? They, what are their yeah, gods? Yeah, oh, they... Alright, but hold on. So Halfling, Terry, do they have dark vision? Uh no. I don't know. Dad's <laughs> yeah, right. shaking his head. <laughs> right. Maybe? But... The gnomes do. One of them do. I get it mixed up. I get it mixed but, up. They both look the same. But I'm the, not sure. The, the point is That's that another thing about Pathfinder that I like is gnomes and halflings are just like radically different. Radically different. And and I think that halflings, again, need to be one of those things that gets an upgrade. Uh in the future in fifth ed, we can focus a little bit more on halflings. I'm with you on the gnomes, though. Mm. I, I consistently set gnomes up to be bad guys because I dislike gnomes. Maybe I'll come around. You know, I've, I've, I've changed my opinion on some things before. Thanks for listening to It's a Mimic. Enjoyed this teaser? Want more? Follow us on social media or visit itsamimic.com. The official first full episode premieres January 29th, 2019. Be awesome and tune in. Thank you.